And good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, Saturday, February 26th, right here on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. That's right. Let me move to the side. That's the place. You got to be the center of the sports universe every Saturday morning. I'm here, and it's a lot of fun. Been doing this since uh, March of 2020. Uh, COVID-19 uh, knocked me off the Ray Didio, but uh, you know what? John Henderson, got to love you, brother. Thank you for keeping me uh, on the internet. Keep me... Uh, Relevant locally, hopefully, in uh, local sports here in Savannah, Georgia. Or, as we like to say, right here on Victory Drive in Thunderbolt, Georgia. That's right. It's called Demasi Sports Report. Thank you. It's a Saturday morning for joining me. Whether you join me for five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, or for one seg segment, I really do appreciate it. And it's all about sports. It's all about local sports. It's all about the kids here in Savannah, Georgia. And that's what it's all about. All right. I said it's part of the Coach Sports Network, Coach's Corner Sports Network. Five shows. Wednesday nights, rubbing and grubbing with the man himself, the Atlanta man, Brandon Bain, produced by good buddy of mine, favorite here at Coach's Corner, Lawrence Bennett, does a great job. Uh, you know, check it out. Go to YouTube, uh, follow or subscribe to the Rubbin' and Grubbin' channel. Everything NASCAR, everything NASCAR, and a little Mazda Miata Cup with uh, Mikey Carter out of Benedictine, local kid around the block. Uh, Coach's Corner is a proud sponsor of Michael Carter Racing. Came here yesterday afternoon and watched the, watched the race with uh, John and Lawrence and a couple of John's buddies. Uh, didn't fare well yesterday, but Michael Carter, he's a good kid. He's a great driver. He's we're going to hear a lot of big things about Mikey Carter. All right, so that, that that's um, number one. Rubbing and grubbing. They started this whole thing. I jumped on. Of course, number two is the Call of the Monster Sports Report every Saturday morning. We used to do a Wednesday update. But with me being a coach and everything else, I got sort of by tough. But I'm going to try and return on Wednesday nights for a half an hour. We'll see what happens with that. The Call of the Sports Report every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock until whenever. Uh, then the third show, it's coming up in April, the Masters. The 19th hole with the Herb Brothers. Four straight days. Four straight days of talking about the Masters at Augusta National. Okay, they have their own sound set. They have their own Coach's Corner cabin. Uh, and then they give somebody a green jacket every year. My man Lawrence Bennett got it. John Henderson got it. So let's see who's going to be number three. All right. Two podcasts. All right. Right now, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the Young Guns, the Hot Grits podcast with Travis Jadon and Spencer Maddox. Uh, every Tuesday night they come up. They're part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. John Henderson backs them. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then the fifth show, which we got to come back. Last year was kind of uh, – Kind of a rough year for this show. The Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach, Carl DeMasi. And, of course, the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. Uh, Kyle Lawson just got engaged, so i got to find out what's going on with that. But hopefully, whenever we get baseball, we'll be back with the Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. There's your five shows. Great lineup this uh, this morning. We're going to talk about all local news and all local notes that I got from uh, sports. Then we're going to get about 9.15. We're going to talk about football. Yeah, that's right, football today. Everybody thought football was over because the Super Bowl was over. But we have a semi-pro football team, the Savannah Falcons, entering the second year. 9.15, we'll be talking to the GM, the coach, the owner, uh, Eddie Cheese Morgan. And 9.30, the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic after the week. I love honoring the kids. This kid brought home a gold medal at the Georgia High School State Association Class 6A Wrestling Tournament a couple of weeks ago. 113-pound class from South Effingham High School. We're going to talk to Jacob Glendez, senior Got himself a gold medal. And the last part of the show, we got to talk baseball. Well, you know, I had to get someone that has a little more authority than I do on baseball. He writes for Ball9.com right now. Uh, he's in the New York State 
Baseball Hall of Fame. <coughs> Something tickle my throat. I don't have COVID. Okay. Uh, and he does a great job. Ball9.com. Baseball writer. He's been doing it for over 50 years. Kevin Kiernan. Followed the Mets. Went out in San Diego. I mean, the guy has so much experience. We're going to talk a little bit about this baseball. When are our Braves going to come back and start defending their World Series uh, championship? When is Freddie Freeman going to sign with somebody? I think the Braves are doing Freddie Freeman wrong. Okay, let's get to the news and notes. Uh, we want to get out of here roughly about by uh, about 9-12 so we can keep right on track so we can have our first game against the 9-15. High school basketball rankings ended two weeks ago. Windsor Forest, Groves, Johnson, Class 3A boys, okay, all ranked. Windsor Forest was three, Groves was eight, Johnson was 10. Beach High School, okay, all four boys class three teams from Savannah moved on to the Sweet 16. So, uh, Windsor Forest won last night. <coughs> Groves, Johnson, and Beach played today. All right, let me get a sip here. Okay, girls basketball, Bryan County was the only team ranked in Class A public. They lost last night. All right, let's go to the scoreboard now, okay? We're going to go to the scoreboard. Friday night, Sweet 16 games. Woodville Tompkins in overtime. Boys, okay, beats Ray. 263. Winner of Modell Thomasville today. It's going to happen tonight at 6 o'clock, so we'll find out who the Wolverines are going to play. They were down. They came back. They won. Lucas Platana. Lucas Platana. 38 points for the Wolverines. Senior, forward, all world. I had to play against them. Really tough guy to stop. Lucas, great job. 38 points. Of course, Coach Lenny Williams has the Wolverines going. Okay, so they'll go to the Elite Eight, which will be Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Okay, in uh, boys, 3A, Windsor Forest knocks off the number one ranked team in the state. That's right, Aaron, Aaron, uh, Coach Aaron uh, Clark and the Knights at Windsor Forest from the castle go up to Sandy Creek, and they beat them 47-37. They knock off the number one team. Remember, Groves knocked off Windsor Forest for the region championship, so Windsor Forest has to play on the road. All right, and the GAPS, the Georgia Association of Private and Parochial Schools, um, the Habersham School boys in, in the uh, playoff again. They made it to the semifinals. They lost last night to Harvester Christian, 65-45. All right, and girls on the girls' side last night, Hebron Christian comes down and beats Country Day, 57-41. Holy Innocence takes care of Calvary at home, 74-34, 74-33. And in AA, Rayburn County, who the boys beat, the girls from Woodville Thomas lost 55-44. Uh, all right, in Class 1A public, the number ranked 10 team in the state, Bryan County, went to Hancock Central and lost in overtime, 56-48. All right, today's schedule, 6 o'clock, Class A, private. Calvary hosts Providence Christian. In Class 3A, <coughs> Greater Atlanta Christian comes over and uh, takes on Gross at Savannah High at 4 o'clock. Uh, Beach is at White County at 6 o'clock. It's North Georgia. Redan comes in and takes on Johnson at 7.30 at Johnson. Okay, on the girl, on uh, the, the 4A side, boys still, McDonough, number one ranked team in the state, takes on Benedictine at 4 o'clock on Seawright Drive right here in Savannah, Georgia. All right, St. Andrews. St. Andrews will be playing for the Georgia Independent Schools Association AAA state championship tonight uh, at Let's see if I get this right. Georgia Southwestern 
University in Americus, or is it Georgia Southwestern College? I don't know, but it's Georgia Southwestern University College. At 8 o'clock tonight, they'll take on the number one ranked team, John Millage Academy. St. Andrews School is number two. That's on Max Prep Sports. Uh, girls' side, uh, the Johnson girls will be playing uh, Rayburn County at 6 o'clock at Johnson, and the boys will follow, taking on Redan at 7.30. All right, got a big shout-out. Golf season starts, spring season start. We got baseball, soccer, tennis, golf, lacrosse, track, okay? Well, Mary Miller, the outstanding, okay, <clears throat> the phenom golfer from this area. She's a 10th grader now over at Savannah Christian. She won the first match of her high school, first match of this high school uh, season, golf season, uh, at the Lady Pack Invitational with, a, with an outstanding score of two over par 74. All right. She won by six strokes in the event, played at the Sunset Country Club in Moultrie, Georgia. In 2021, Miller was named a, a private school Class A All-State selection golfer by the Georgia High School Golf Coaches Association after finishing second in the state tournament played at Heritage Golf Course in Tucker, Georgia. Mary Miller, you're going to hear a lot about this young lady, this golfer. Could it be the next Hollis Stacy? Maybe. College, SCAD. Okay, women's lacrosse ranked seventh. What's going on this weekend at SCAD? The men's lacrosse will host Point University at 12 o'clock over the bridge in Hardyville at the SCAD Athletics Complex. Tennis takes on the College of Coastal Georgia, 2 o'clock at Bacon Park, okay? And the equestrian team, they've won like fifth straight, um, I don't know what you want to call them, fifth straight invitationals. Uh, they've been five straight champions of the event. They'll be at Florida State today all day in Tallahassee going against the big-time Division I schools. All right, Savannah State, got to talk about Savannah State. Baseball's off to an 8-4 and four start, 4-1 four and one in SEAC, three-game sweep over Salem College uh, last week. They've already won a doubleheader against LeMoyne, Owen College. Yesterday, 13-1 and 22-0. They play today at 12 o'clock. Women's basketball, that's right, women's basketball, they're ranked 12th in the country, 6th in the southeast region in Division II. The Division II playoff schedule, no matter what sport, has they go by regions, and I think they take the top eight teams. So right now, Savannah State is number six. They don't get invited. That's pretty sad. Um they took on Benedict two weekends ago, the last time I was on. They beat them. That was their only loss. <clears throat> they finished the regular season 25-1, 14-1 in conference play. They'll be the number one seed in the SEAC um, uh, tournament starting on March 2nd up in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, the men, they're 11-12, 8-8 SEAC. They take on Morehouse College today at 5 o'clock at Tiger Arena. Check it out. Next week, they'll be in the SEAC tournament also. Step three. Uh, professional and local news, baseball, who knows when we will play baseball. It's already been pushed back exhibition games to March 7th. Freddie Freeman doesn't have a contract. We'll have Kevin Kiernan on about 10, uh, 9.45 to talk about that. Who knows when baseball is going to start. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks are 28-31. They're third in the Southeast Division, 10th in the Eastern Conference. Okay, but they just can't get over that hump, 28-31. I mean, they're the most – Inconsistent team, I think, in the NBA. They can't get over the hump. Listen to this. The Hawks are currently in their last 25 games are 11 and 14. Okay. They also could be easily 17 and 8 at the top of the conference. But in those 15 games or 25 games, around the last 14 games out of those 25 games, they had the lead going into the fourth quarter. And they can't win. Well, they played today 
in the ATL against the Raptors at 7.30. PGA Golf, Brian Harmon was at the Honda Classic, didn't make the cut, shot three over. He's ranked 61. He's ranked this, He is the 61st uh, ranked golfer in the world. He's 65th on the FedEx Cup. Gene Sauer's back at it. He's at the Cola Guard Classic in Tucson, Arizona. He's tied for sixth and fourth, four under. He's only two off the lead. Savannah Sports Council, remember, announced and Mark Arena is open. Concerts galore. I can't wait till we have our first sporting event. Love to see that there. Okay, two weeks away. Got to stand up. Got to show you my, we're two weeks away. Uh, let me uh, see if I can adjust this. There you go. 2016, 2021, Savannah Bananas, the Coastal Plain League champion, two weeks away from the start of their world tour right here in Savannah, Georgia on March 11th. Okay, so that's what I got for my news and notes. Let me adjust my camera back. Uh, I hope you're excited about it because we're going to be talking some football. That's right. We got football starting tonight. <clears throat> got to clear my throat too. Over at Hardyville. Okay, the Savannah Falcons will be taking on the Effingham Outlaws. 7 o'clock over in Hardyville, we'll talk to the man himself, the GM, the manager, the coach, the water boy, the trainer, the equipment manager, you name it, Eddie Cheese Morgan. We'll be talking Savannah Falcons football in three minutes. Stay tuned because you're watching the Carl Demasi Sports Report, and it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Oh, strange love tonight. Depeche Mode, cover band, come watch it. I'll be back. Three minutes, Eddie. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting it equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop to new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite 102 in Savannah. Every Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914. On the phone, Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's 
Rockies, New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can... At the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia, at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherton at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back, sports fans, to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Heard every Saturday morning live on the internets on the Call of Demasi Sports Report Facebook page, on the Coach's Corner Facebook page, on the Call of Demasi Sports uh, Report YouTube channel, and of course on Twitter at KD Sports Report. I'm all over the place. You got to love it. You know what I mean? But uh, once again, I got to thank John Henderson for letting me be part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. It's, it's beautiful here. Hey, before I get to my guests, I got to tell you this right now. I came here yesterday to watch Michael Carter racing in the uh, Miata Cup race <coughs> down in St. Petersburg. All right. I didn't know there was a little treat out at the Soundgarden. So I sat here with John Henderson and uh, Lawrence Bennett. Uh, Mikey didn't do Mikey didn't have a good day. OK, but you know what, Mikey, you'll be back. Michael Carter. I still call him Mikey because I had him on my show when he was a little kid driving uh, those go karts or whatever they were at Oglethorpe Speedway. OK, but anyway, not go karts, but you know what I mean. All right. So. Lawrence Bennett says, Coach, you got to come outside. I said, Why? He says, You got to see the Soundgarden soundstage. Okay. So I said, Okay. I got, got my Stromboli, my own. It was uh, delicious, you know, sausage, uh, peppers, mushroom, onions. It was unbelievable. But you know what? I went outside. It was even more unbelievable. Nine 75 inch screens put together on the soundstage wall, blackout uh, in the background. It was unbelievable. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. We're gonna, I mean, I wish we were out there Super Bowl. I mean, it was my dream. Food and food and sports. Uh, John Henderson does it again. You got to check out the soundstage when they uh, play some big-time sporting events here at Coach Corner. Besides the gazillion TVs that are inside here, I will be out in the sound garden as soon as it gets a little warmer. I promise you. All right, that's enough. Football, Super Bowl, over. Okay? Uh, Rams, Super Bowl champions. Okay? But we have our own. Football team right here in Savannah, Georgia, starting their spring football season right now. That's right. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Hardyville Municipal Stadium, the Savannah Falcons taking on the Effingham Outlaws. Little rivalry there, too. I'll let the man uh, tell you about it right now. Joining me on the Coach's Corner Hot Seat, the GM, the coach, Eddie Cheese Morgan from the Savannah Falcons. What's up, Eddie? How's it going? What's going on, big coach? You all right? Oh, you know, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm here at Coach's Corner. I'm talking sports on a Saturday morning. The only thing I miss is they did away with breakfast. You know, the big guy needs some food and sports. But, you know, John will work that out. He usually comes in uh, in a little while and gives me my uh, my bis egg, biscuit, and cheese uh, sandwich. So I'm okay. But we're talking Savannah Falcons football. Two years in existence. You're in a new league. So tell us about it, buddy. Uh, yeah, we're coming up on year two. Uh, we're in a new league. It's EAFL. Uh, it's more Florida League, but this year we got more Georgia teams in it. Uh, we got about four or five teams from Atlanta, two or three teams from the Albany area, and the rest of the league in Florida. 
we got right now about 24 teams uh, that's in the league all together. The rankings is up on the website. Uh, we are currently ranked number 13 out of 22. Um, and like I said, it's a it's, it's year two. It's, it's a great time to be a part of Savannah Falcon football. All right, so let's go back to that right there. Perfect segue. Year two. Tell us all this, how this came about last year and why the switch to a new league. Well, the league actually uh, shut down that we was in last year because uh, I'm guessing COVID, a money situation, uh, however it may come. But we just wanted to um, really get more competition into it and really more stable, more exposure uh, coming into year two. And then also, um, it's not a big deal to us, but it's ten thousand if you win the championship. So, and and you get some you get some hardware and some bling too. So, I mean, is it all worth about the money? <laughs> so, uh, so uh, once again, year two, Savannah Falcons, uh, Coach Eddie Morgan, owner, GM. So, how do you juggle being the owner, the GM, and the coach to make this uh, franchise work? Well, I'm not. I actually. Um, Glenn, who's on the Brandon In Show, is really my GM. You know, Glenn really helps me out. I still got uh, – I went out last year, and as you know, Coach DeMarcy, you know, you can't coach everybody by yourself. So I had to go out and get some coaches. I've got five coaches on the staff now. That's different from last year. We only had maybe two or three. We got five coaches on the staff. Um, I don't really juggle everything but myself. And really, I work from home. And I do that. So, to me, my team is is all me and my family and my team. That's how it runs down. It's God, family, my team. I mean, I give my guys, like I said, I give my guys half my time, half my day. Because it's, it's something that I always wanted to do. Well, I've been here since 1995. We've had a, a number of semi-pro football teams, the Chiefs, the Sharks. Uh, I mean, there have been so many semi-pro teams. Uh, in, arena indoor football tried to make it here. Uh, I think it was the Savannah Steam. Uh, so right. how do you – you know, I mean, two years in a row, you got to be doing something special. Tell people how they can help you guys do this and keep this program going. Well, we really need sponsors. Um that's really what it what it boils down to, because really uh, we got all the apparel. I mean, I'm gonna take pictures today. You watch how we look today. We, I got them looking real. We're gonna be looking real spicy tonight. Real spicy tonight. I really, I'm really excited about the night. Uh, I got everything matching. Uh, like I said, we just really need sponsors, the community support. Uh, next week is be our first home game back at Memorial Stadium. We plan on having 400, 500 people, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that's out of bounds at all. No, I mean, people love football here in Savannah, Georgia, and if you're just tuning in on the internets, it's the Call Demasi Sports Report, uh, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. We're talking to the general manager, the coach, while he handed the duties off to uh, Glenn, but, you know, it's his baby. Uh, we're talking to Eddie Cheese Morgan, and uh, so uh, Memorial Stadium, I mean, top-notch facility. I mean, if people really want to see a good football game, come out there. And you got five home dates, too. So you're away today over in Hardyville, which is closer than going to Effingham, as you said on your little Facebook post. So uh, tell us uh, Memorial Stadium. Uh, the city's working with you. How great is that to play there? Man, it's, 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 it's always been a dream to play at Memorial Stadium. 
like you know, Coach Demasi, we grew up with, with Coach Hawthorne at the old Memorial Stadium where it used to be rocking and rolling and, and potholes and hills and hitting <laughs> out there at Memorial Stadium. And when they redid it, I never, we never, well, you know, I graduated in 08, so I never got to play on that. We never experienced good locker rooms like the way they got now. I used to tell them, y'all, I used to tell them we used to be underneath the stands and, 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 and God dang on, didn't have no chairs. We used to, we used to get dressed on the floor. <laughs> I said, uh, and that's the way it is. And now we got scoreboard, everything. Memorial Stadium is the best facility in the league, in the league that I got. And I could proudly say I got the best facility in the whole league EFL out of 22 teams. I'll say that proudly. I got one of the best facilities in the league. Oh, I, I can definitely agree with you. And I, you know, I coached at Memorial Stadium, and you know, you you were at Beach when I uh, you you graduated after I left Groves High School. But we used to be in this little like uh, equipment room. You had one shower, <laughs> you had one urinal, and you had 90 guys trying to get dressed. And I mean, and you had to watch out. And I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about the county. Don't get me wrong. But you had to worry about getting infections too. So I mean, <laughs> it was crazy out there. But uh, uh, it's always been a staple of Savannah, Georgia. And now, like you said, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, the turf, the uh, locker rooms, the scoreboard, the press box—they've really done a good job with that facility. And uh, you know, it's it's something nice to play there. And we need people to come out and support the Falcons so they can keep on playing there because it's not a freebie, right, sir? Oh no! Oh no! No, it's not a freebie. We actually um. It's coming up to a good report. We actually had a couple of practices there. Um, and Mr. Mr. John, uh, I believe Mr. John drove by one time, um, like I said. And like I said, once I get Memorial Stadium running, like I said, I invite, you know, you, whoever, sports guys, you know, it's best. I know guys like to come out to Memorial Stadium just to see the guys play. And it's going to be a, a great, a great, great game. All right. So you got a football team now. Uh, we, we're getting close to the uh, two-minute warning here. Tell us about you guys, uh, local guys uh, that people want to come see. Uh, well, we still got George Grant that's from Beach High School. We still got Jonathan Hoos. Uh, still got Jonathan Lopes from Memorial Day. Still got guys from Jenkins. Uh, my team captain, uh, which would be Devin King. He's from Hinesville, uh, one of the great players of our team. I got another guy, new guy, Chancellor Turner. He's a guy to watch out for. We got a bunch of guys. I'll, I'll say this right here, Mr. Marcy. We we bring back at least 90, 95% of the team. Nice. And you add on, you add on maybe about 15, 20 good core guys. I I, I really think we're we gonna make make I really think we're gonna make a real deep run. I really honestly do. I mean, it's not just me just believing in my team. It's just on paper. I like my. Are you still there, Eddie? Can you hear me? I'm here. I, I just don't. It just jumped off there. So uh, you believe in your team. You believe in what you're doing. Okay. We're uh, about a minute to go here. Tell everybody what they need to do to get to the game tonight, to get to the game next week. Next week, you open up against the Mustangs at Memorial Stadium. So give us the lowdown. Uh, the lowdown, uh, we'll be in Hardyville tonight. It's going to be a great show tonight. It's just $10. Uh, it's right over the bridge. Like I said, a 20-minute drive possibly for the right person. Uh, and if 
the game will be streamed, but um, it's not going to come out till Sunday at 1. So if you want your football fix, the game tonight will be broadcast Sunday at 1. And then we also have Down by the River podcast um, on our Facebook page. That'll be with all my players and Glenn. So you can find out from my players, the interviews, ask some questions. So we really networking, Mr. Demasi. You know, we're trying to get out there. And we really want a, a Savannah Banana experience, <laughs> a Savannah Ghost Pirates experience. We want Savannah Clover experience. We just want to be that team, the football team for Savannah. That's plain and simple. Hey, you named them all, buddy, and uh, you're going to be part of it. I know uh, two years running, you got you got it going the right way. Keep it up. And you got anything you want me to post? You got anything you want me to get out there? Just let me know. I'll get it on Facebook. I'll get it on Twitter, and uh, we can we can go with it. And just so you know, the man, John Henderson, is one. Hey, coach, you got you got to help these guys out. It looks like it's going to be really a good deal. So uh, once again, you got Coach's corner behind you. So let's keep it going, Eddie. And I wish you the best of luck. And uh, uh, I, one quick question: I heard you coming out in all black tonight. All black, baby. All black. We gonna, I'm telling Mr. Coach Demasi, I'm going to go live pregame. And I'm probably going to cry tonight because I did, we did a lot of work on these jerseys. And it, it's been a long, hard struggle for these jerseys. But we coming out in all black tonight. And then next week's game will be a red out. So we're going we gonna, we gonna to be red out. And then we also have in um, the Little League 707 going to be there. Nice. I mean, nice. Battlegrounds. So Coach Curtis Reese and Battlegrounds will be out there. So we really just want to have a good family affair over at Memorial Stadium next week. It's going to be some real. But tonight, we're going to be in that all-black, sweet all-black. That's what I love. I got socks from the socks on down to the helmet. We're going to be in all-black. Well, Coach, good luck. Have a lot of fun. As they say at Georgia Southern, G-A-T-A. Get get it, get her after them, Coach. And uh, wish you luck. I'll be following it. Appreciate you coming on. Anything else I can do to help the Savannah Falcons, let me know. And once again, tonight, 7 o'clock, Municipal Stadium, Hardyville. Go check it out. All black, Savannah Falcons. Good luck, Coach. Good luck. Thank you. I mean, local guy, loves the area. He just rattled off Savannah Bananas, Savannah Ghost Pirates, uh, Savannah (coughs) Clovers, and now we got Savannah Falcons in football. Great job, Eddie Cheese Morgan. Beach graduate, got to love it. Talks about the old guy, Ulysses Hawthorne, too. Next up, the weathering team, chiropractic clinic after the week, gold medalist wrestler from South FEM High School in the 113-pound weight class, Jacob Galendez. Can't wait to talk to this kid. Three minutes. Got to thank the sponsor or the people that support the show, the sponsors. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. 
At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School, we consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351 That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniform sporting goods or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. So come get equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop's new location. 6606 Yo, you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com, savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering, we ain't New York style, we are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can... At the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia, at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherton at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. Welcome back to the Call Tomasi Sports Report live here on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. That's right, the Coach's Corner Sports Network. We have five shows Wednesday night, Rubbin' and Grubbin'. The Call Tomasi Sports Report on Saturdays uh, in April. We'll have the 19th hole with the Herb Brothers with the Masters at Augusta National. <clears throat> but they'll be here on the stage at the Coach's Corner cabin. Okay, and then two podcasts, Hot Grid Podcast with Spencer Maddox, Travis Don, and, of course, the Who's on First Base baseball podcast with the coach and the baseball fanatic Kyle Lawson. All right. <coughs> this is what it's all about. The Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week. Got to thank Dr. Bart Weatherington. He's been sponsoring this segment wherever I may be on whatever media source, social media source for over 12 years. Dr. Bart, Lisa, Weatherington, got to love you. Okay. So here we go. This young man, I think it was two or three weeks ago, at the Georgia High School State Wrestling Championships, the Class 6A, one division below the big boys, took home a gold medal in the 113-pound weight class. All right, he's a senior. He closed out his high school career uh, with an unbelievable record, 42-10 and 10 record. Uh, he had to take on this guy twice to beat him. He did it, all right? So he was locked in a tight match, and he landed a throw in the final 10 seconds, closing it out to pin it, which earned him the championship and the South Effingham Mustangs wrestling team a fifth-place finish. All right. His coach told Donald Heath this in the Effingham Now newspaper. Um, it was great to see him win it 
He plays fifth last year, worked so hard to get his chance. He's never missed a, a practice or workout and gets real good grades. How about exceptional grades? He carries a 3.9 GPA, and the South FEM community, the Savannah area community, are very proud of this young man for bringing home a gold medal. It seems like those kids up in Hemingham County just love wrestling. So once again, joining us on the Coach Corner Hot Seat, this week's Weatherington Chiropractic uh, Clinic Athlete of the Week, state champion, 6A, 113-pound weight class, Jacob Glendez. Jacob, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, you know what? It's 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 been uh, um, my whole life following kids in high school sports, youth sports, and uh, I try to emphasize the other sports, not just football, basketball, and baseball, uh, with the kids that have done something special, and you've done sp something special. Uh, once again, Georgia High School State Association Class Six A, one hundred thirteen pound champion. How does that sound, Jacob? It it sounds a little unreal still, but it's amazing. It sounds great, actually. <laughs> so, uh, did you did you think it would ever wind up this way when you started wrestling? No, never. I never would have thought I would have got this far. So, tell us when did you start becoming a grappler. You know, people don't know wrestlers are calling grapplers because they're always grappling or grabbing somebody in a positive way that they're taking them down. They're not trying to hurt anybody. Like everybody thinks about professional wrestling where you're hitting each other with a chair or choking somebody. No, it don't work that way in high school. You want to watch real wrestling, you got to go to a high school wrestling match. So when did this all start for you? Uh, it started about five years ago, my eighth grade year. Uh, they started wrestling at the middle school and my dad told me to sign up and I did. And I've just been wrestling ever since. Since middle school. Pretty, pretty, pretty impressive uh, that you've climbed that ladder so quick to become a state champion. Okay, now you're part of the uh, South Effingham wrestling program. Okay, and you started in middle school. Is there a big difference between middle school wrestling and high school wrestling? There's a there's a major difference. So I feel like in middle school, you know, it was just starting out. Uh, so I think there were more fo more focus, and you know, like there was definitely a focus on winning. And, you know, performing well and doing all this, you know, like competing uh, at a certain level. But I feel like it was more focused on like, you know, having more fun and keeping the kids there. But at high school is uh, it was just totally different. Uh, everyone was just focused on doing their best and knowing that there was a postseason, you know, postseason after the team where you can compete for yourself. I feel like that uh, shifted like a whole focus, a whole different mentality than in middle school to where everything was just like you got to work hard you know you got to do this all the time but other than that it was just the basic stuff between both of them having fun and just competing nice nice and if you just tuned in on the internet social media on your phone you're watching the call to Sports sports sport with the weatherington chiropractic clinic after the week with state champion i love the way that sounds state champion 6a 113 pound weight class from south fm jacob glendez all right so when did you realize now you started in middle school, you got to the high school level. When did you realize this was something special that you like to do and that it could wind up in something special that you just did? Uh, I don't really know. I just, just, it's just someone like, you know, when you have fun with something and you just keep doing it over and over again, you yeah. kind of just like, don't stop doing it. That's kind of the same thing I had with wrestling. You just didn't think about like ever wanting to stop or, you know, everyone, I miss a day. I was just having so much fun with it that I just kept it a part of my daily life. Nice, nice. And everybody thinks about, you know, wrestling, you're grabbing somebody, it's a physical sport, but you have to have some mental fortitude also. You have to have some mental strength. Yes, Tell yes. us what's goes, the mental side of wrestling, what it's all about. So 
I'm gonna give you an example. So, say you wrestle this dude, right? And he beats you horribly the first time, right? Beat you like 10-0, just flat out, just just no competition between you and that guy. Next time you go to wrestle him, you're gonna be scared to wrestle him, right? So, if you can overcome that fear, you can wrestle him better than you ever would have before and actually shock him and probably win out the match, right? And vice versa. If you go out and beat a kid 10-0, he's going to be scared to wrestle you, but you got to keep in your head that you've already beat him and you're way better than this kid. So mental fortitude is just, it's just constant in a match too. It will be, you could be five minutes in a match and just be gas tired, just wanting to quit everything, just wanting to stop the match and leave. But you just got to keep, keep going, keep pushing and want that win. Oh, it's, it's just, tough if you... What do you you go three three periods and it's three minutes straight three, three and minute it, periods. yeah it, it's tougher than people think right yeah it's what it's a lot tougher but uh, honestly I don't really know how to explain it but it's tough but like if you just like love doing it you don't really mind it you don't really mind it so all right here's here's a question that I've always wanted to ask high school wrestlers. You guys practice with each other. All the weight classes are in there. There's 13 weight classes. Do you think somebody at your weight could really go against somebody that's a little heavier you or that being decisive is the way it should always be? Um, yeah. So there's definitely like a skill gap in wrestling, right? So the more, the more technical you are, it definitely helps a lot. But in certain weight classes, it's just – some people, you know how like people like bump up different weight classes. Right. So say if like I wrestled 113 one time, I can bump up to 120. Like you can do that, but if I was weighing 113 and try to wrestle 126, I don't think that would be, that would help a lot, anyone really a lot. But definitely if you have like enough technique, enough skill, you've been wrestling in a while, it could help, but it would be like a really, really hard match. You don't want to take on the big dog, Andrew Blasky? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So um, let me get to my next question here. So um, do you intend to take this further in college? Have you gotten any looks? Because we have a lot of Effingham County, Effingham County High School, South Effingham High School wrestlers going to the next level. Any interest, any any idea it might take you to the next level? Yeah, uh, we've been looking around. We've been talking to some coaches, but we're just trying to find something that will be the best fit right now, trying to figure out if – you know, that's the best choice for me right now. So that's all we've been doing. Okay. And if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to the Georgia High School State Association 6A, 113-pound weight class, gold medalist champion, Jacob Galendez from South Effingham High School. He's got that South Effingham proud shirt on. Tell tell, 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 tell the people what it's like to be a wrestler at South Effingham High School. And you being a senior, I don't know who the captain – were you the captain on the team? Yeah. Tell, tell her what's like leading that program because it's rich in wrestling traditions, just like FEM County High School is. So tell, tell them what it's like being a leader for that program. Uh, it's honestly a great feeling uh, just to have everyone like look up to you and just acknowledge your presence. I don't, I don't really know how like hell is to say it, but uh, they're, just, they're a great group of kids and I just, uh, I love being around them. I love like helping them out. I love being, I love like helping to lead them because you know they mean a lot to me they're like a family to me um as for a senior i don't know it's kind of like it's bittersweet because you know this is your last year but 
and all like all the eyes are on you and how you do perform this season. But I just I I looked at it just like a regular season like before and I didn't really focus on that. I just did my job and that's all I did. That's all I wanted to do. Nice. And talking about it, I mean you said you went to middle school practice or middle school tryout. You got so you had a young middle school kid because South Effingham Middle School is on the same campus that said to you, uh, hey, Jacob, what do I need to do to be a wrestler? What advice would you give him? Uh, have fun with it, really. Don't – if you're starting out in the middle school, just have fun with it. Um, you don't got to focus so hard about winning every match or trying to beat this one kid. Like, you should have goals. Like, if you have a practice partner, you should, like, strive to be him and, like, take that take that spot so that you can wrestle in the live matches. Um. That's basically it. As long as you have fun with it, I mean, that's got to be said about everything you do in your life. Uh, that's basically it. Just have fun with it and just set yourself some goals that will keep you on track and you should be fine. All right. And at South Effingham High School, uh, take the uh, wrestling, the athletics out of South Effingham High School. Uh, teachers, uh, administrators, what what does it have meant to you now that you're a senior? Say that again? <laughs> Okay, being a senior, you've been at South yeah. Effingham High School, South Effingham Middle School. You've been there for six years. What has it meant to go to school at South Effingham High School outside the athletics? It's been, it's been great. The teachers here are really nice. They, they, I don't know how to say it, but like, they're, they're supportive. If you need, yeah, they're very supportive. They, they know they'll work with you, and they've just been like great people to be around. Um. That's all I can really say. Like, go, like, as long as you treat them with respect, you know, they'll give you respect and they'll help you out in, in time to need. Oh, 3.9 GPA. But you're doing something right. And you're doing something right with those teachers up there. They really uh, got you going here, buddy. <laughs> so you got to be proud of that. And as far as your coaches go, any coach that has, uh, any coach that has been, a, uh, left an impact on you as far as your high school career? I can't, I can't. We only have two coaches here and I can't say that. <laughs> one had a bigger effect than the other because I, I don't know just they've helped me out so much and they've just taught me so much I, I, I don't know I feel like it'd be unfair to say one did more than the other but no that's I love, that's perfect I love them both right, how about how about a, uh, a past wrestler or a wrestler that's, you know any wrestler that left an impact like we talked about Andrew the big dog Blasky yeah that that senior class I feel like had the biggest effect on me um, we had, we had Austin Blasky, Adam Napier, Hunter Tyndall, and then Julian Ortiz was like the seniors that year. And when I was first starting out, you know, coming into that team, I was, I, I looked up to them because they were like the junior senior class. And I was like, if they're performing well, I should probably like watch them and do, uh, see if I can mimic what they do. And I basically nice, like, nice. for the first couple of years, I kind of like watched them like intensively and just try to figure out what I could pick up from them. And of course, there's always one group that's going to be with you the rest of your life. And that's your family. Tell us about, I know you got a, I saw a, there's another Glendez wrestling up there at South Effingham. Tell us about how your family has impacted your career. They have supported me so much. Um, <laughs> they've honestly dealt with the wrestling schedule really well. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more appreciative to them because we practice year round, like twenty four seven. We probably have like um like if you're really committed, you probably have like around a month off in, in total. But 
I don't know. It's just, I know they know I love it and they know they like to see me. I know they like to see me like do good and do what I want. So they've just been supportive all the way and I couldn't ask for anything better. All right. And I got to ask, we got two more questions to go. Yeah. I got to ask this. Effingham County High School Wrestling, South Effingham County, uh, South Effingham High School Wrestling. It's a rivalry. Is it as big and as intense as it is in football, basketball, baseball? Wrestling, is it is it just as intense? Let, let, let's see this. Oh, so definitely the win means a lot. But uh, this past year, I don't really think it was much of a rivalry as, you know, football or baseball is. Uh we, I think we were more focused on trying to beat Richmond Hill and Brunswick at the time, but definitely an Evingham win. We, you know, we were real focused. We want to come out and just demolish them, but I don't know. We did. They didn't really perform as well as they probably would have liked to, and we just performed way better. So, yeah, it goes. It goes in cycles. Okay, so uh, high school career ends in May. Going to the next level. Uh, Excellent grades, uh, top-notch student athlete. So, uh, what are your plans outside of wrestling after you finish wrestling or going to college? What do you What do you want to be when you finally get done with everything? Uh, I was thinking about studying kinesiology or sports medicine, and becoming a trainer, stay around sports because it's honestly a great environment to be around, and being able to help like other athletes try to achieve, uh, achieve their goals would be great. Well, Jacob. You were the region champ. You were the sectional champ. Now you're the state champ. 113-pound weight class. Great job. And that's why you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week. Love to meet you. Thanks for coming on. And uh, once again, good luck. Thank and uh, let us know where you plan on going. I'd, I'd love to be there when they announce that. All right. Thank you. I will. Great job, Jacob. Keep it up. Thank you. Have a good as day. They say, as they say in South Ephesian, go Stangs, right? Go Stangs. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, 3.9 grade point average, region champion, sectional champion, state champion, special kid right there. I mean, you want to talk about a student athlete? Jacob Galendez from South Effingham High School. All right. The coach has got to talk about a game that's near and dear to me. It's probably been my number one sport growing up in my life, and that's baseball. As they used to say on Saturday Night Live, baseball has been very, very good to me. But lately, I just can't figure out it. I just can't figure it out. It, it just makes no sense. It's all about the money. And you know what? It's going to hurt baseball, in my opinion. And there's no better way than to talk to somebody that has a lot more experience behind the scenes than talking to a baseball writer, a New York State Baseball Hall of Fame writer. He's been doing it for a long time. I got to have more. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about Freddie Freeman. What happened to the respect of a guy that stays with you? your organization, his whole career. I don't know, but he'll help us out from ball9.com. Not the New York Post anymore. We'll be talking to Kevin Kiernan in three minutes. Stay tuned. You're watching the Call of the Bossy Sports Sport right here on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Got to thank our sponsors. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been both the best in Savannah for 20 years running, and it's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. 
It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes to uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brands, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson's Sports Shop. From cutting it equipped at Thompson's Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. Every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky He's New York Deli and Italian caring. We ain't New York style. We are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And welcome back on a Saturday morning to the Call of Democracy Sports Report, all now on the internets, okay, Radio stopped in March 2020, but you know what? I kept the show going strong. Got to thank John Henderson, of course, the major sponsor, Coach's Corner. And it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. And I'm in the restaurant, hanging out. Can't wait till I can get back outside. I know it's 58 degrees. I'm a New Yorker. I should be out there. It's not that cold. But you know what? When I got to deal with the gnats, I mean, even though I'd rather swat the gnats than the snow, like this guy will tell you, who's living now in a lovely area, part of uh, Florida. He's got the warm weather. But he's also... 45 years as a baseball columnist, 23, the last 23 years before he retired with the New York Post. Now he couldn't find anything else to do in retirement. He writes for the Ball9.com website, which is all things baseball. That's right. He has a lot more knowledge about what goes behind the scenes in Major League Baseball than I do. 
Uh, I wish I could have got to meet some of the people. I saw a young guy uh, with a meeting, uh, hanging out with, I think it was Mickey Mantle back in the day. But uh, I'm glad to have him on. Whatever we can talk baseball. We got to talk baseball. We don't know what's going on with baseball. Okay, Coach, you said enough. You threw enough pitches. Joining me now on the Coach Scorner Hot Seat, the man himself from Ball9.com, Kevin Kiernan. Kevin, how's it going? Good, Coach. Great to be with you. Hey, it's always a pleasure. I know you want to get out there and do those walks and uh, name those little things that you're seeing. I know you're enjoying that weather down there, eh? Yes. Yeah, uh, I went to a college baseball game last night, Flagler, and uh, it was a beautiful night. You know, it started at 5 o'clock, perfect weather, blue skies, little breeze. Can't beat it up in St. Augustine. And uh, pretty good game, and that's what I'm telling people. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm obviously still connected to the game. I speak to a lot of coaches, uh, managers. I spoke to Jim Rippleman this week former major league manager who's taking over. He's actually taking a job in Billings, Montana in the independent league, pioneer league, because he's fed up with a lot of things going on in major league baseball. And that's the theme I'm hearing over and over again. So I tell people, you know, if it's too cold to go to a game where you live, read a book, watch a movie, there's different ways to get your baseball because what they're doing now is just kind of ruining the game. And I've been around a long time. I was around for 94 strike. I remember that. And, um, you know, the owners, this is all, no matter what they tell you, obviously it's all about money. It's about casino money that's coming down the pipe. It's about uh, a lot of different things. Um, they want to dilute the playoffs again, 14 teams. Although that might be a way for you Yankees to actually get somewhere, Coach. Because uh, the, <laughs> the way they've been running under Brian Cashman lately is pretty pathetic. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> that's time you had me on. I told you the Braves would probably, you know, I said the Braves would would, uh, you know, really do well and, and, and could win the World Series. I really believe that. And, um, you know, I, I liked what they were doing. I liked their pitching. And uh, I like the overall composure of the team. And another thing, which I've been saying for years, uh, the, the, the Braves got some good injuries. The injuries kind of enabled them to get different outfielders and things. So it was, uh, it was uh, quite the run in baseball. All that momentum has been lost now, though, because of what's going on. All right. Well, let's take a step back here, okay? Because uh, we're going to start off with what I, I, I mentioned to you on the three points I want to talk about. Before we start ripping apart baseball, okay, we got to talk about Freddie Freeman. You've been, we're both about the same age, okay? Okay. We've had so many loyal baseball players before all this 1974, all this, uh, you know, free agency came into play. There's so many baseball players that have been loyal to their franchise. Here you go. You got Freddie Freeman since 2007 when he's drafted, has always been loyal to the Atlanta Braves. When do organizations realize that that's, that's not common anymore? And I know he wants one more year than what they're offering, and I know he's going to be 38 years old, but loyalty, does that, does that matter anymore in baseball, Kevin? Well, not to the nerds running the game. And as you see, I'm, I'm wearing an over-nerding shirt. <laughs> and that's, that, that's what's happened to the game. They think they can replace anyone. And uh, they're, uh, they're cocky about it. Um, and every team is doing it now. Uh, the guy over my shoulder, Tony Gwynn, he stayed with the Padres all those years. And everybody always said, uh, you know, Tony. Uh, you, but Tony, it was too, it, it, you know, it, it's a two-way street. Tony would take less to stay, you know, and, and uh, so I do blame the players to some extent too. I'm, 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 I'm certain, you know, five years is fine in my book, but I'm not Freddie Freeman. I get it. 
I think there's another thing at work here too. Um, I, I think I think it could wind up in L.A. I don't think the Yankees because I don't think they'll spend another thirty million on a player. I think Toronto could be there, but I actually think he could wind up in L.A. in some capacity because, yeah, uh, you know, his family is a certain age. His wife is a former model. A lot of things going on. So I would not, you know, at this point, I think it's almost too late for him to come back because of what the team has done. And I think they, they've been emboldened by the fact that they were able to fix the holes last year after Acuna went down. So, uh you know, maybe you'll wind up with an Anthony Rizzo there. They made $568 million, was it, last year, according to reports. Uh, I don't, But I don't blame the owners for making money. I mean, that's why they're in it. They're owners. I mean, uh, and uh, I did see a quote today from Walker Bueller, Bueller saying, um, um, you, know, uh, you know, this isn't millionaires versus billionaires. This is owners versus workers. No, it's not. It's millionaires versus billionaires. And here's the other thing, Coach, and I wrote about it in uh, – I wrote two columns recently. You know, I, I've been getting. I, I was on with Bob Dibble yesterday for about thirty minutes, and because he he wanted to talk about the columns I wrote, and I wrote about the great reset in baseball, what they're doing to change the game, uh, including what they've done to the minor leagues, which is atrocious under Manfred, and and then I also wrote about basically, you know, just uh, I called it compressed steam, how the owners and the players don't see what's coming down the track. And it's not the light at the end of the tunnel. It's a train. And fans, you know, the world's on fire. Gas is crazy. And we're going to be spending this money to go to these games that are, you know. And I know that I know the Braves fans are doing great this year. And, and got, you know, God bless them. They had the All-Star game ripped away from them, which I criticized last time on this show. And, um, and I know they wanted to go to games. And I've been to the stadium many times. I see the same people there. It's funny, my seat in the press box, I would always see the same family, three little kids and a mom and a dad. And sometimes the dad wouldn't be there, he must have been working. But they'd always be there every game. Devoted, wonderful fans. Love the Braves fans. Uh, but at some point, enough is enough. Baseball, it, unless you're putting out a good team, and the Braves did, why should you support any of these teams? And I think there's going to be a major, major blowback that baseball doesn't realize it's coming. One quick point on that. 94, the last strike, Coach, um, it was newspaper era. Newspapers, ESPN. What is it now? It's social media. Social media is where people just, uh, you know, they can bitch about anything. And all they've been doing is complaining about baseball. So there's a cloud already over the game, and it's only going to get worse. And people have had enough. They're, they're not going to take it anymore. And they're not going to come running back to these owners. But the owners really don't care because they're making every ballpark a casino down the road. And you, and you, it's a great place to go to Tourist Stadium and all the, uh, and the, the battery and all that stuff. But they're making all that money, too. You know, the Cardinals started that. They got rid of all the uh, little small mom and pop, so to speak, restaurants and bars, Mike Shannon's, things like that. And, and they built that. So you're spending every money you go, every penny you spend when you get near the ballpark goes to the team. So there's a lot out there. It's got to be fixed. Fans have to fight back, and uh, I think that's where we're at. I mean, you brought back such great memories. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up a Mets fan. I'll be honest with you. And I told you this before on the show. What, what they did to Tom Seaver, I uh, I jumped ship and went to the dark side. Great point. Uh, so, but I remember, you know, flushing, going to Shea Stadium. You didn't have the little mom and pop shops around the stadium. But 
go to Yankee Stadium where my dad would take us. We'd yep. be under the uh, the L train and all those little mom and pop shots with Yankee souvenirs and food galore. It's gone. I mean, but now everybody's trying to bring it back because they can see that's where they're going to make money. And like you said, it's not just about what's inside the park. It's what's outside the park that makes it very attractive now, which, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, but until the fans who are, like you said, bitching about it, until they stop going, until they stop paying the money, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. It'll only get worse because now there's other revenue streams. Like I, I already mentioned gambling, but there'll be streaming of the games. There'll be, you know, any, you know, the, the money you spend is crazy. If it, you know, I used to go to Yankee Stadium, not to not to date myself too much, but you could walk on the field after the game. You could go out through center field. Uh, the players were there. Yep, yep. You could, it was a great experience. And I went to those same kind of places. And as you get older, the bars that were there, I mean, it was an event. It truly was an event. And I call this Yankee Stadium Disney World Yankee Stadium because it's not really like Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, the whole old, even the second Yankee Stadium, I go back to the original Yankee Stadium. I saw football games. The New York Giants play there. Uh, and that was fun. That was fun to watch a football game there and sit in the bleachers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so all those great memories we have. And the other thing is, and this, I made, this is the point in my last column, too. All the, all the uh, negotiations, there's no talk about the fans. Nope. There's no talk about fixing the game. And I'm not saying they got to come out and say, oh, we want to do this for the fans. But you know what? And I'm going to throw a number at you, Coach. There were 59,000 shifts last year, basically, in the major leagues. 2017, I think the, I got it written down here. Um, you know, it, it was like 17. It, five years ago, it was 17,000. So 59,000 shifts. How about this number? 42,145 strikeouts. 15,794 walks last year. That's a total of 57,939 plate appearances. Nothing happened. So basically 59,000 shifts, 59,000 plate appearances where nothing happened. And you're going to pay through the nose to go see that and look at your phone all day when, when nothing's happening. So, so uh, it, it, it's, I really feel blessed in a way, though, because I saw the game when it was fun to watch. Athletes played hit and run stealing bases and that's why i've been going to more college games and you know up by you there's all kinds of opportunities as well so uh, that game's a little wacky too i was talking to um i was talking to someone yesterday about a, a long time baseball person i don't want to mention the name but they were talking about how they've stopped we've created a generation of players who cannot think the game anymore because they look at their wrist pad and and, and 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 it used to be catchers you know the poor catchers got the game stolen away from by these uh by these power-hungry managers and coaches. And now, even an outfielder has to look at his wristband where to play somebody. You don't watch the game. You can't figure out where your guy's pitching. It's right in front of you. Learn the game. Uh, learn to steal. Um, take take advantage. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading a great book on Ty Cobb. He's a Georgia guy. Royston and uh, Royston, I think it is. And yep. um, he was such a smart player. But he was he was kind of crazy at first and he had to change the way he played the game and he was a smart guy read a lot of books and did things and um but he his whole philosophy in the game was can be boiled down to one sentence um i tried to get every inch i could to get closer to home plate and he's not talking about just being in a batter's box changing right. his stance. he's talking about being on first base and every advantage and 
and the pressure he would put on the opponent mentally and make that guy fit. Now I'm watching, even in the college games, I'm watching a guy will get a base hit kind of like in the gap, left center. You know, it's a single. And he'll round first. And before the, before the outfielder even picks up the ball, he's coming back. And here's the worst part. The coach is coming over to give him a, 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 a fist pound, fist pump. <laughs> you know, make that break and look for the, look for the next play. For any kids that are watching uh, your show or anything like that, or young athletes, high school, whatever, be the aggressor all the time and, and force the other team into mistakes. I saw, um, you know, in a game I saw the other day, the shortstop made like three or four brilliant plays because he was always anticipating. By doing this, by doing this, they have taken the word anticipation out of the baseball player's hands at every level. And that's a shame. So if you're a young player, start thinking the game yourself and figuring it out. And then you'll be you'll have a lot more fun in the game because there's always something going on. And if you're just tuning in on the internet or social media, it's the Call of Tomasi Sports Report live from Coach's Corner. It's all part of Coach's Corner Sports Network. We're talking to New York Baseball Hall of Fame uh, sports writer, New York Post sports writers out in San Diego. Uh, now for Ball9.com, Kevin Kiernan. All right, so you're the writer. I've been a high school coach, baseball coach all my life. Uh-huh. They've taken the game away with those stupid cards. They've taken the game away. But I'll tell you one thing, though. If you're not trying to get the advantage, like you said, making the shifts, okay, you're not taking advantage of the game. But here's the thing that bothers me the most. Like you said, the baseball player doesn't know how to attack the shift. Learn how to hit the other way. Learn how to get the bunt down where the third baseman's in the shortstop hole, okay, the sixth hole, whatever you want to call it, and take advantage of that. That's another problem that the new managers and this new system of baseball is not taking the advantage of. I mean, it, it's crazy. They're giving it to you. Take it. Learn how to do it. I know in high school, my main objective with my high school baseball team way back in 1976 when we had the first DH in high school was to hit the other way. That's exactly what my coach wanted me to do. If there's a runner on first base, if there's a runner on second base, you got to know where to hit the ball. And that's what that's that's the art that's been lost because of this shifts. The shifts, hey, I give them a lot of credit. You're trying to take away, but learn how to go the other way. Learn how to go the other way, and this would make baseball a lot more fun. So, you know, I, don't get me started. I mean, uh, I know your daughter was a big uh, softball player, high school, college. I coached two years ago at high school. I let my catcher call the pitchers. Yes, they do call pitches in high school fast pitch softball. And when I wanted a pitch, I would touch my nose, I would touch my chin, I would touch my ear, and she knew what I wanted. Now you got to go uh, – 567 or or 231. Give me a break. Well, and now, you know, I, I don't know if this bothered you. I watched Carter Holton, a great high school pitcher here from Benedictine at Vanderbilt the other day. He started for Vanderbilt last Sunday. Now they got a little thing on his – he can see what the coach wants them to throw. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Get the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say, and a lot of this goes back to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt created all this. Everybody else followed suit. And um, – uh, and and they've created a, a bunch of uh, automatons who can't think. And here's the beauty of this, Coach. Um, the team that I saw last night that won the game, they scored eight runs, and they hit the ball the other way. So there's still some pockets of that kind of mentality. But the reason why they do this, and they hit the ball over the shift, there's a great video out from the MLB Players Association, and I don't think they wanted to show this, 
but it showed the guys working out in Nashville, a bunch of different players, including Brendan Lowe. And all the stuff they're working on is all the lift, launch angle, um, kind of <laughs> crazy stuff that doesn't really translate to baseball, but they get paid for it. All they talked about was Lowe's 39 home runs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, meanwhile, if you push punt, I, I, I maintain if you bunted on every reliever that came in the game in the majors, because they're all, what are they, coach? They're power guys. They're not in a fielding position. <clears throat> so if you bunt on every one of these guys, you get a leadoff guy on every time, and you'd also throw their, you'd throw their uh, uh, motion off because they, they, get, they freak out if they see movement at the plate. And they pay these guys for home runs, so the system is at fault. But the players don't have enough common sense. Joey Gallo, who's whining about the shift. I'm telling you right now, Tony Gwynn, people say Tony would hit 400 now. I disagree. He hit 450. He hit 450. <laughs> guys. <clears throat> and, uh, and they don't work on little things. Tony Gwynn, before every game uh, on the road, especially when we played an Eastern team, when the Padres played an Eastern team, not one in their own division, he would take three buckets of balls, have a coach, have to coach hit balls off the wall in right field, do uh, other things, you know, how to how to, how the field played and right. things like that. Again, all the little things. I saw last night there was a play at the plate, and the left fielder, it was a base hit. The guy was just rounding third when the left fielder got to the ball. So what does that mean, Coach? It means he's got a good chance to get him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so the left fielder, you know, takes the big jump and uh, the throw – Way high. The catcher has to leap way up to throw to catch it. Why? Because the wind was blowing in from the outfield, and he never put two and two together. They're playing on a turf field. Keep the throw low. Skip it home. You got the guy by five feet. They don't think the game at any level, and that's the problem. My son, both my, uh, all three of my kids played college ball. One, one daughter, two boys, and my son is coaching now. Uh, you know, at at his uh, his son's age level, and he's a great coach. And he tries to teach these kids, do the game yourself. So another piece of advice, find a coach who lets you kind of learn the game and uh, and go from there. Of course, with Vanderbilt, they're never going to change. Uh, you know, that, that coach is like, you know, he, he even breaks down to a, into an infield position when he's coaching third base. Give me a break. Calm down. <laughs> you're good because you're getting these pitchers in. That's why you're good, okay? And, uh, and relax. It's like Hubie Brown told me many years ago when I covered the Knicks. And Hubie was a high school basketball coach. You know, Hubie ran the gamut. He was a coach. Still doing a great job as a broadcaster. But he said, hey, if I get on the bus and my players are better than the other players on the other bus, I'm the better team. And that's what it comes down to. Teach, teach your players how to play the game. Have some fun. And, and also, then the, what, what happens when you take away thinking from the players? You're also taking away from the fans. It used to be you'd sit in the stands and say, okay, what are you going to do here? And I'm not just talking about a, a bunting situation with a pitcher, all the things that you could do. And, uh, they, you know, they never thought of that. They're taking the game away from the fans. That's what they want to take all your energy and put it in a betting mode and uh, and go from there. So, I, you know, I'm not here to kill baseball. I'm here to bring things to light what's wrong with baseball. And I'm not an old man yelling at clouds. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually very young-minded for my age. But I'm yelling at the thunderstorm that's raging above me. I, I feel the same pain, buddy. I feel the same pain. And, you know, it just, it just you know, I'm still a high school teacher, and I do this as a, as a, for fun. But, you know, like you said, people got to realize that 
something's got to change and something's got to change for the fan and sooner or later it's going to happen who knows when who we're going to who knows when we're going to start this this year but uh once again i appreciate talking baseball with you i appreciate the inside view of it because you're behind the scenes more than anybody i know and uh once again keep up the great work and uh if people don't know ball9.com just follow kevin cannon right there you'll get all the insight of what's going on in major league baseball what's right because he does write about what's right but he also tells you what's wrong Exactly. And, and I do a lot of, of stories about former players and stuff like that. Very connected. It's fine. I'll leave you with this. As we all know, Goose Gossage exploded on baseball this week. But Goose told me pretty much the same things two years ago. So we're also ahead of the curve. We do great. Uh, we have a guy named Rocco who does some unbelievable interviews, Q&As with people, uh, former players that are very fascinating and, and really get you inside the game. And that, uh, that's our goal. To, it's, it's a website for the fans. That's the best way I can put it. Great being with you. Take care. Kevin, enjoy it. Have fun down there in the uh, North FLA because I know you're enjoying it. And, you know, flag flag of college. I got to go there. My son played against them when he was in Veldosta. Great facility, great, great environment, great culture. So it's always a lot of fun catching high school and college baseball. That's where it really is real. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Have a Take good care. one. Bye-bye, Coach. I mean, what more do you want? The guy knows his stuff. He tells you what's exactly what's going on in baseball. He can tell you what's exactly wrong, what's exactly right. Go to ball9.com, Kevin Kiernan, and he'll he'll tell you exactly what's going on with baseball. Who knows when we're going to have baseball? He said it. Who knows? When, what are the fans going to come into the equation? And he said it's billionaires against millionaires. What about the little guy like me, like you, the high school teacher? I can't go spend three, four hundred dollars in a game. But you know, that's what it comes down to. You know, all I can say when I grew up, baseball was fun. Baseball was pure. Baseball had a following. Baseball had baseball players that cared. They cared where they played. The owners, once again, sometimes were ruthless. And I know I lived it in my youth when I got rid of my favorite baseball player, but something's got to change. Something's got to change. Okay, that's enough. I want to go three out the door, three videos from this week that uh, I took off the internet that I'll give credit to, to who put a post to them, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be back in three minutes. You're watching the Call of the Monster Sports Sport, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Don't forget, we got a big band out in the garden tonight. That's right. Strange Love, Depeche Mode cover band. You got to check it out. Also, you got to check out the new back wall on the soundstage. Nine 75-inch TVs, which is going to be great for any of the biggest games here uh, or locally or nationally with any sport. Be right back. You're watching the Call of Tomasa Sports Report. All time, that's Coach's Corner and Thunderbolt. Coach's Corner has been very the best in Savannah for 20 years running. It's no wonder why. Sports, live music, delicious and generous portions of pub food, all for our fans. No matter what the season, there's always a reason to check out Coach's Corner. It's always game time at Coach's Corner. Pick your favorite sport, pick your favorite team, and pick a TV, and Coach's Corner is your place. Coach's Corner is always open for lunch, dinner, and now breakfast, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 10.30. But remember, Coach's Corner still has takeout service. John Harrison and Coach's Corner crew have smoked Boston Bush, ribs, and chicken on the grill. You can place your order by calling Coach's Corner at 912-352-2933. That's 912-352-2933. As always, make it a night remember at Coach's Corner. 
At Calvary Day School, we want our students to be fully equipped and on the cutting edge of academics making a difference in our world. Your child will grow academically, physically, socially, and spiritually. At Calvary, it is so good to say we are one school with one mission and one vision. Faith, academics, excellence, and building champions through Christ. Calvary Day School would consider it a privilege to meet with your family personally. Call Philip Lee, Director of Admissions at 351-2299. That's 351-2299. For over half a century, it comes in uniforms, sporting goods, or trophies. Thompson's got you covered. From cleats to caps and best prices on the biggest brand, Under Armour, Adidas, and more. From baseball to soccer, volleyball to softball, and yes, football too. Every season starts at Thompson Sports Shop. From cutting and equipped at Thompson Sports Shop's new location, 6606 Abercorn Street Suite, 102 in Savannah. Open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and seasonal on Saturdays. At locally owned Thompson Sporting Goods and Trophies, come see where everyone is a Yo, winner. you still want some real New York Deli and Italian food? Bada bing, bada boom. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering is open at 7630 Skidaway Road in Savannah, Georgia during this social distancing problem. Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering will take calls for pickup at 912-354-2914. That's 912-354-2914 on the phone. Kabish. If you want Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Catering goods delivered, go to savtakeout.com savtakeout.com to place the order. Remember, Rocky's Rocky's New York Deli and Italian Caring. We ain't New York style. We are New Wellington York. Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room? If you can, at the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier lifestyle. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic is now located at two locations in Savannah, Georgia at 329 Eisenhower Drive and in Pooler at 114 Canal Street, Suite 603. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic for all your chiropractic needs. And thank you for on a Saturday morning joining me for uh, over an hour and a half of almost uh, talking about uh, sports here in Savannah, Georgia, and it's the Call of Democracy Sports Report every Saturday, usually most of the time, 99% of the time, live from Coach's Corner. It's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. And uh, once again, I got to thank the guests. Got to thank, of course, Eddie Cheese Morgan from the Savannah Falcons. Our semi-pro football team opens up their season tonight in Hardyville Municipal Stadium against the Effingham Outlaws. Got to thank the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic after the week, Jacob Glendez coming on from South Effingham High School. Uh, state champion, GHSA uh, 6A, 113-pound uh, wrestling champion. And, of course, got to thank Kevin Kiernan from Ball 9. But, you know, the guy's been around for a long time. San Diego, New York Post, uh, now Ball 9, New York fame, uh, New York Hall of Fame baseball writer. Just uh, something special to talk baseball with him. So what did I find this week? Well, I'm going to go back two weeks ago. Like I told you, I had Jacob Galendez uh, on as our Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week. But – Here's what he did, or here's what happened after he won his match up there. Uh, I forgot where it was, uh, at, at, at Macon uh, Centerplex with his state championship. <laughs> 
Jacob Galendez. I gotta watch that one more time. I gotta watch that one more time. Watch when he last 10 seconds of the match, he talked about it. I know it's tough because it's uh, I, I I'm gonna try and get a full screen. We'll see what happens, but watch how he throws the it's a throwdown for to win the match. That's when he pinned him. So, uh, but anyway, uh, just exciting to see a young man win a state championship. Uh, just something special. Uh, let me adjust my camera again. Uh, we can go from there. All right. High school basketball season. A lot going on. Okay. The first one came out Wednesday night. Ted Hurst out of South Sea Johnson High School had a, a, a dunk that went viral. They call it the Tomahawk, uh, um, the Tomahawk uh, dunk. Uh, Got to thank Coach Chuck Chuck uh, Campbell at Savannah at Savannah at South South Sea Johnson High School who posted this on his Twitter page. Watch how Mr. Hurst is above the rim and tomahawks the basketball in their win the other night to move on to the Sweet Sixteen. Here he is. There's no sound. Watch him right up here. Boom. Boom shakalaka. You want to call that a tomahawk jump? That was big time right there by Mr. Ted Hurst. Senior, going to play football at Veldasta State. Next up, got to send us out to the Windsor Forest High School. Dennis Knight, Savannah Morning News, was up there. Windsor Forest High, High School knocking off the number one team in the state, Sandy Creek. Uh, great job. And you'll see what happens in the last 10 seconds when you beat the number one team in the state. Mike Caballero dribbling out. Ball goes up in the air. Clay is jumping. Coach Clark getting a big hug. Uh, you know, that, that that was exciting to me because, you know, you beat the number one team in the state. Uh, Windsor Forest has been the number one team in the state uh, uh, regularly this year. Uh, they lost a tough one at Groves a couple of weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago. So Groves was the uh, – the, uh, Number one seed coming out of that at George High School Region 3, 3A Conference. All four teams now have played in the sweet, are playing in the Sweet 16. Uh, Windsor Forest punches its ticket. Now we're going to work to see what Beach, Groves, and Johnson does today because they'll all play today. Uh, Beach up at White County at 6 o'clock. Groves is the host team over at Savannah High at 4 o'clock. And Johnson at 7.30 is the host team, so go check it out. Johnson girls will play at 6 o'clock. All right, Savannah State Tigers, Coach Baker. Been there for 17 years. The man has been loyal to the Savannah State Lady Tigers basketball. Uh, this is from uh, Amy Zimmer at WJCL. But just let me tell you this, okay? Thursday night, they beat Fort Valley State 95-74, okay? It was the 25th win of the season for the Lady Tigers. That ties a school record, most wins, All right? They hold the record for most wins to start a season. They went 14-0 and before they lost to Benedict, came back and beat Benedict two weeks later. Uh, Thursday night, they secured the number one seed with a 13-1 conference record, and they were honored by Savannah State University Athletic Director, Opio, uh, uh, I don't want to mess up his name, okay, so, but Opio, I know him for a long time, Brooklyn guy just like me, so Savannah State has now climbed to the 12th ranked team in Division II in the United States in women's basketball, they're ranked 6th in Division II region standings, and they're in the South region, and they take the top eight teams from each region to play in in the uh, 
uh, playoffs. So the SEAC Conference Championship will start March 2nd at the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center. But this has to be something special when your team gets honored after a big win like the Savannah State Lady Tigers did last week. Wrong cue. I don't know if, if that's not special. It's special. I've been here a long time. Coach Baker's been loyal to that program. I had him on uh, in December. If you watched last week's uh, post, it was the best of, and his interview was the best of during that Christmas break. Uh, just a great job for the Savannah State University Lady Tigers. And thank you, Amy Zimmer, for that short cut up on Twitter of them receiving their plaque with all their accolades that happened this year. Well, don't forget tonight in the Sound Garden. We got Strange Love, the Pesh Mode cover band. We got nine brand new 75-inch TVs. It's it's set up. I mean, I can't explain it. I got to take a picture of it. I'll post it. It's just unbelievable. The experience here at Coach's Corner gets better and better each day, each month, each year. So, like I say every show, whatever you're doing today or tomorrow, always hit it at the park until I talk to you next week. May be your best week ever. God bless the people in Ukraine. That's all I got to say. Talk to you next week. Have a good weekend.